the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My name is Michael Starr. I've been here at the Bay Area Rescue Mission for 10 months. Before I came, I was just a lost kid. Didn't know my identity. Thought I was unworthy of God's grace. A lot of years of pain and guilt. And uh, when I got here, someone gave me a hug. Something I haven't happened to me in a long time. And uh, I felt the love of Jesus for the first time in years. And uh, basically found out that just God wants my heart. Doesn't care about my past. All I had to do is give it to him, and it's just a bright future from here. Wow. And, you know, that, that description that Mike shared of, of just feeling that they were un, he was unworthy is, is kind of the running theme. And, you know, none of us, when we think about Christ's work on the cross, that we celebrate the gift of our Savior at Christmas time, none of us are worthy. None of us deserve this. And yet, God, even while we were yet in our sin, sent his son to die on that cross on our behalf because he desires to be reconciled unto us and walk, get this, walk in fellowship with us. God, the very creator of the universe, walking in fellowship because he loves us so much. That is the message of hope, of redemption, of worthiness. No, we're not worthy, but we've been made worthy through him. Amen. 888-367-5329, the toll-free number to call, 888-367-5329. We've got a grant challenge, which means every dollar you give tonight is going to be doubled. A meal then is just a dollar because of the matching grants. You give 10 bucks, you provide 10 meals. Barrier Rescue Mission wants to provide 25 thousand meals over the Christmas holiday. We can only do it, though, with your help. As Bram Begonia mentioned, the executive director, CEO of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, there's no federal dollars coming in. Nobody rides into town with a big check out of the the, um, the state or the federal treasury and says, here, let us help you out. It's all done by individual contributions of people just like you and me. We are the people that helps grease the wheels, so to speak, to get the machine to turn at the Bay Area Rescue Mission to not only provide meals, but most importantly, provide hope. Hey, let's head over to the call center, get an update, thank a few friends. We've got uh, Jordan Michaels standing by. Been a long day, Jordan. We oh, so not much... that bad. Oh, it's been... yeah. well, you're young yet. <laughs> oh, well, oh, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, Cher- cherish that, because you, you know I don't say lot, that often. <laughs> I know, I'm going to hang on to that one. Yeah, that's it. So, okay. always great to be here with the Bay Area Risk Commission. We've got a room full of our own employees here. We've got Mike and Miles and John and, what's your name? Oh, Ken. Yeah, Ken's here. <laughs> anyway, we are so grateful and glad to be here. Our phones have been super quiet. I do have a few people to uh, to thank. I want to thank James of Oakley, his $60 gift. And James, that's going to be doubled, so thank you for that. Janine of San Jose, $60. Thank you for that, Janine. John of Sus- Sunnyvale, that's what it is. Uh, his her sixty his sixty dollars. Thank you so much for that. So I'm going to give you the number, and I'm going to give it to you slowly, so you can remember triple eight three six seven five three two nine. That's the number to call. And you know. 
Craig, I was just thinking, I read recently that there are over 2,000 references to the poor in the Bible. And boy, that speaks volumes as to how God feels about the poor, doesn't it? When we read uh, about what God says about giving to the poor, we really can see his heart and understand the important responsibility that he's given to us. The Bible tells us that generosity yields a pretty amazing crop when we bless others. We are blessed And when we give, it will be given to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Uh, For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And boy, this is such a great opportunity to bless the Lord and others. It all belongs to God anyway, doesn't it? And so he's just trusting us to do his will. We need to do what he's asked us to do. And like you were saying earlier, it does. It takes a village. Everybody doing something. So I'm going to give you the number again. 888-367-5329. All right. Thank you for that update. We'll check back with Jordan Michaels before the end of the program tonight. Again, that toll-free number. Let's keep them busy. 888-367-5329-888-367-5329. Five three two nine. Joining the conversation now in studio is Patrick. Patrick, we were talking. Bram off the air has been here at the KFAX studios many, many times over recent years, and and generally uh, helping to volunteer and, and man the phones. First time we've actually gotten you in studio. It's, see, what well, we've saved one of the best for last. <laughs> we were building up to you, Patrick. Here we go. Brother, appreciate you coming in to uh, to share a bit of your own story, and let's let's talk about that. You're now working with the Bay Area Rescue Mission, but you've gone through the program in years past. Who was that Patrick? What's the old Patrick like? What was going on in the old Patrick's life that brought you first to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Well, first of all, all glory to God for the honor to be able to share my testimony tonight, my story, my journey. Um, Today I manage programs for the Bay Area Rescue Mission in rescue ministry, but I'm also a graduate, 21 years. Um, my mother was a respiratory therapist. I learned at an early age that if I went through her lab coat, I can find some change. As years went on, when I was 14, I also began to find syringes. Uh, back in the 70s, those were hard to come by, and the group I was running with in San Leandro on 165th, that was what we were into. Um, Years passed, my addiction got worse. Um, I was in and out of jail. Addiction was a way of life. I got high to live, and I lived to get high. Wow. That was my life. Uh, Burned a lot of bridges. Uh, One day, my mother had a computer delivered to her house. I used to hang out on the back porch because I wasn't allowed in the house. And I took that computer, signed for it, put it in a shopping cart, and sold it. Everybody knew I stole it. Everybody knew I did it. I, di- I denied it. Uh, fast forward, about a couple weeks later, I catch another case. I go to jail for nine months. While I was in jail, about the eighth month, I'm playing chess one day in pod time, and I looked up the newspaper, the Daily Review. On the front page was my sister with a lab coat up to her face with the caption that read, Tragic fire takes woman's life. Mm. My mother passed away in that fire. I got out of jail 30 days later. My brother picked me up. He told me not only did my mother pass away, but her father, my grandfather, passed away two weeks later. 
He took me to the gravesite. I paid my respects to my mother and my grandfather. And then afterwards he told me that my grandfather took me out of his will. To me, I felt like he took me out of the family. Um, my brother dropped me off on 165th with $10 and a pager number. I went straight to the connection. I started getting high. Later that night, I found my way to the house. As I walked up, I can see it was charred and burnt. A fear came over me. I was afraid to go into the yard. So I found my way up the hill on Fairmont. There's a church. I went behind the church. I finished my little bit of dope and began to boo-hoo cry like a baby as I look back over my life. Here the matriarch of my family is gone and I didn't know what I was going to do next. I started thinking about the computer, lying and cheating, stealing from her. I always told her I loved her, but I never showed her that I loved her. And this ringing kept ringing in my head. She always wanted me to go to a program. So I found my way to John George. They put me in a taxi cab and took me to 200 McDonald Avenue, mm. the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Mm. While there, I started hearing the testimonies of the men. They were sharing about what Jesus had done in their lives and how they were being successful in the things that they were doing. And I wanted that. Right now, at that point, all I wanted to do was change. And I'd hear verses like Matthew 17, 20. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, <laughs> you can move mountains. But my mom would always have a caveat to that and say, oh, you of little faith, faith, as she pointed at me. Because <laughs> usually I was always bugging her for something. Money or, you know. But I committed my life to Jesus. I began to hear the word of God go forth, and all I wanted to do was change. One day... Um, I went up to the altar and I prayed because none of my family member wanted anything to do with me. And I said a prayer. I asked that God would allow me to cross paths with somebody in my family. That following Friday, we were on our way to an A's game. And up ahead of us, there's a truck that says NorCal Movers. I used to work for them. And I'm telling the guys on the truck that I used to work for NorCal Movers and that my brother still did. And as we approach the truck, I look over, and my brother is driving the truck. Huh. Now I'm falling over everybody trying to get his attention, and the driver of the van honks his horn. My brother looks over, sees me, and hits his big rig sign, I mean horn. And uh, that following weekend, him and my other brother showed up, took me on our pass. We used to go on passes together, have prayer circles at my mom's gravesite, because that's what we did and um, changed everything. That changed everything. I'm so grateful that God allowed me to ask that prayer and he answered it in the way he did because it just revealed how powerful God is, how this thing that I thought was so impossible, he made possible. Mm -hmm. And you might have, in that experience with her passing, lost a mother, but you gained a father. I did, I gained a father. And even though my grandfather took me out of his will, he put me in another family. Yeah. I'm in with the family of believers right now. And I get to give back. I get to serve people who come into the mission the same way I did. Broken, afraid, homeless, addicted, with no hope. The sign on the front door says, if you don't have a friend in the world, you can find one here. 
and obviously the friend is Jesus Christ, but you also meet people who are going through some of the same struggles that you're going through, and you can connect with that. And the chaplains and the teachers help you to understand the Word of God. I'm curious, Patrick, you mentioned that you went through the program 21 years ago. Yeah. Why have you stayed? Why have you stayed engaged? I mean, you, you could have said, okay, I've gone through the program. I'm going to head off and go do something else. There must have been something that was gnawing at you, calling you, driving you in to get involved in this ministry in a deeper, more profound way. Well, I can't see doing anything with my life anywhere else. Um, I love what I get the opportunity to do, and I just feel like this is where I belong. And the results must be there. I mean, in 21 years, the things that you must have oh, yeah. seen, the changed lives that you must have touched and, and seen touched by Christ and the impact of this ministry. I mean, I, we could be here for hours. Brian, go home. <laughs> Truly and I are going to take a walk down memory lane here. Truly amazing what God does. In the inner city. You couldn't have told me 21 years ago that this would be what I'd be doing. Mm -hmm. This wasn't even in the cards. But sometimes what God does is the unimaginable for you. Because he saw me how I could be, not how I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and Bram, that really is the message here. People that come in that have a sense of of hopelessness, they're lost, um, Frustrated. We heard one woman earlier talked about trying to do the best, and yet, because of circumstances, just feeling like giving up. And being able to maybe for the very first time look in that mirror and see yourself not as you are now, a broken individual, but rather to see yourself as Christ sees you, whole, complete, that new creature in Christ Jesus, as you spoke of earlier. I mean, wow. That, that's, I mean, it's just words can't describe what that must mean for a person whose entire life has been nothing but dead ends and hopelessness. That's what I just, Martine, 90 days, Patrick, 21 years, right? What's the difference? It's the same miracle story mm-hmm. yeah. of redemption. And, uh, and, and, you know, I don't have a, an addiction story, but my, my story is the same, right? Uh, God has transformed my life as well. Now, because of Patrick, we've got to change our tagline. I said, enter to change, stay to grow, depart to serve. He stayed to serve. <laughs> right? He stayed to serve. And that's yeah. the strength of our program. Alumni, not only staff members, but alumni, caring enough to come back because, you know, they, they've taken the elevator up, but they didn't forget to send it back down, mm-hmm. right? And so for, for those guys to be around and to encourage uh, men and women in the program, it's just a powerful thing. And to see the difference that it makes. And that's why we're urging listeners tonight to partner with us to, to see, as you're hearing tonight from Martine, from Patrick, the difference that this ministry is making, the difference that your partnership makes. And, and, and truly, it's a team effort at many levels. So your gift tonight of $1.00. With that matching grant, we'll provide a warm, nutritious meal to make sure that the next Patrick that comes through the doors, the next Martine who comes through the doors, will not be told, sorry, we're, we're all done, we're, we're out of food, nothing else for you here tonight, but rather to say, yes, come on in, take a seat, let me serve you a meal. And in serving that meal, coming with a generous helping of hope, and that really is the component that is changing lives And not just for a brighter tomorrow, but people experiencing what real love is without limits. I want you to share a little bit of that love tonight, won't you? Whatever dollar amount that God puts on your heart, if you gave it Thanksgiving, thank you, and would you be willing to give again? Even if it's only 10 or $20, if we all do our part, my goodness, everybody listening to my voice right now, if they each gave a buck, we'd provide 25,000 meals at the, the drop of a hat with no problem. 
So whatever level you can give, would you call right now at 888-367-5329? That's 888-367-5329. Remember, a gift of $60 with a matching grant will provide Christmas boxes of Hope Meals to two needy families, supplying enough food for about 30 meals per family. And boy, at the Christmas time of year when it gets cold outside, you turn up the heat to stay warm and they turn up the bill. And now at the end of the month, you're trying to pay the rent, pay the PG&E bill, and there just oftentimes isn't enough left over to put food on the table. Or the food that you can put on the table is limited and marginal. We want to provide more than just warm meals. We want to provide encouragement and hope and really demonstrate to needy families across the Bay Area this Christmas 2021 that there are people that care, that are there for them, and wish to give him a helping hand. Your gift makes that possible. Simple. Go to the phone, dial 888-367-5329, and tell the KFAX staff member how much you'd like to give. Any dollar amount will make a difference. You say, well, it, you know, I can only give 10 bucks. Will that really make a big deal? Well, Patrick, if you were one of the 10... They came through the door of the Bay Area Rescue Mission 21 years ago that received that welcoming meal, the start of experiencing hope. Would that make a difference? Absolutely. Folks, what can I say? Proof is in the pudding. Let me introduce to you the pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, I say that lovingly, brother. Patrick is the proof of the difference that the gospel makes. So if you're a lover of Jesus tonight, would you um, spread a bit of that love around? We're going to talk tomorrow night about that sermon message uh, that we're going to share later on the week with you from Herman Hamilton that I think will just ideally and wonderfully illustrate the power that we have to impact lives for Christ. If you drive to work and you see homeless people on the street and you think to yourself, somebody ought to do something. Tonight, would you be that somebody? We are not just providing meals. In fact, that's kind of the means to the end, as, as Bram, in, in more uh, flowery <laughs> language, uh, delineated earlier. It, it really is that, that window of opportunity to take someone who just comes in because they're hungry and they were told, hey, go there and you can get a meal, not realizing when they come through the doors and they're greeted by people like Patrick volunteers. Other guys involved in the program, like Martine, and, and, and suddenly they begin to realize, you know, there's something more here. Mm-hmm. And that and that opportunity to get a fresh start that Martine talked about earlier can be that make it or break it, whether or not they wind up on the trash heap of life and, 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 and if not in jail, a hospital, or dead, have the chance to really make something of themselves. That's right. And since, since 1965, Craig, since 1965, uh, the Bay Area Rescue Mission has been serving the Bay Area. And how many people have come to us in that time? Oh. When they come, there's an expectation yes. that this is a safe haven. This is where I can get food. This is where I can get shelter. This is where I can be taken care of. This is where my needs will be met. And they might not be thinking, this is where I'm going to meet Jesus, right? But but they're still coming to us. And they're coming to us for a reason. It, there, there's a trust factor there that we've been there. there we're, we, we've been doing what we do. And it sounds strange to say it, but we're the experts in what we do now. We're the largest provider of homeless services in Contra Costa County. We, we're the ones. Uh, we don't want to brag about that because the need is so great. Yeah. But really, people are coming to us, and we, that's a big burden. 
when people are coming to your doors, you have to take that seriously and you have to take care of people and meet them where they're at. And, uh, and you need to rise to the, to, to the occasion every single time. And the gem of this ministry, let me put it in perspective. Bram talks about this, the roots of the ministry going back to 1965. Imagine in just the last 12 months, the Bay Area Rescue Mission served 1,144,277 meals. I can imagine the guy with the clicker at the door. <laughs> it's broken. We've hit a million. The odometer is turned over. Providing a night shelter stay, especially as it gets cold. 80,300 shelter stays. More than 15,000 people helped, whether they're coming through for meals, maybe they need food from the food pantry for their family at home. Maybe they come through and they get involved in the program and say, I don't have a GED. Nobody wants to hire me. I don't have any life skills. I'm a parent. I don't even know how to raise my kid. Can you help out? It's every area of need in life, most importantly, the spiritual that the Bay Area Rescue Mission aims to provide training, encouragement, education, everything necessary to live out that changed life. That's right. And that really is the miracle to this organization. It's the miracle. And again, when you come to us and you're, you're really at the bottom that you've ever been and you're just worried about what the next meal is, you don't know that six months later you're going to get your GED, yeah. right? You're going to get your, your, your kids back. You're, you're not thinking that way, right? You're just in survival mode. And, and we just want to be ready to take care of whatever need that meet. We need to be a nimble organization because the needs are changing. That's right. And, and they're uh, growing. And they're growing. And even our program uh, is changing. It used to be, it has to be your program. Now we're thinking, well, maybe not. You know, sometimes people are just trying to get out of a, a domestic violence situation. They just need a safe place to stay for, for two months, right? Maybe they're just waiting for their Section 8 to clear. And they just need four months. So maybe they don't need to be with us for a year. So we are, again, reinventing ourselves to make sure we are in the best place possible uh, best position possible to serve the current needs of our community. And those needs change all the time. Paul said, I am all things to all men that I might win some. And that being nimble, that flexibility that you spoke of is, is really the hallmark of what this organization is doing. And, and to listeners, if you drive by, you see the homeless at the street corner, at the freeway off-ramp. Uh, some of you pass by them on the day to work or school every single day. And I bet, I bet, you have thought to yourself, somebody ought to do something about this. The city ought to be more engaged. A- have you ever stopped to consider maybe the somebody that God is looking to is you? That you can make the difference? <laughs> Bet you never thought a buck could change your life. But it can indeed, as we've heard tonight. So give that gift, whatever the amount is. Again, that generous matching grant doubles your giving today. Just a dollar will provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child, 888 That's 888 Patrick, you're kind of the expert in this room here tonight. You've, you've got more years in the Bay Area Rescue. How many years uh, for yourself? Uh, about six. Six years. All right. So you're, you're, you're the expert here. You've seen so much of changed lives at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Broken men and women coming through the door, leaving new creatures in Christ Jesus. I want you to take a moment, Patrick. 
talk to this audience tonight. You've got listeners all over Northern California that uh, maybe had never given before. Maybe you're thinking, well, yeah, I'm going to get around to this. Sounds like a good deal, but I haven't just quite gotten to make that decision, made that call yet. Take a moment and tell them what you're in your on your heart and why their gift can so urgently make a difference. Well, by the time I made it to the Bay Area Rescue Mission, I was broken and I had nothing. I had burned every bridge, and my family didn't want nothing more to do with me. And coming to the mission, having that oasis in the desert to come when I was so thirsty for a better life, having that place to go to changed everything for me. God used that as an opportunity to change my life. It's been 21 years. You couldn't have told me 21 years ago this would be what, I, what I'm doing and where I'm at. But God had a plan, and he used your gift of whatever that is to make that happen because there was a place for me to go to. Oasis in the desert. And God used your gift. Another listener, just like you, 21 years ago, who gave a gift to this ministry, maybe even on a night like tonight. And that built that oasis, kept the doors of that oasis open, so that when Patrick's turn to walk through the door, he wasn't said, sorry, no room here for you, buddy. Instead, he was said, he was told, come on in, take a seat. If you haven't a friend in the world, you'll find one here. Would you be a friend and help make sure that this oasis remains open and that no one is turned away, especially during the Christmas season? Your gift of any amount, 888 every dollar tax deductible. If that's a consideration for you toward the end of the year, then let me encourage you to be as generous as you can be. But for everyone who can do something, because even that buck that provides the meal, if that's the meal that was provided to Patrick 21 years ago that led to his changed life, imagine what that dollar bill did. 888-367-5329, online at kfax.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. You go. Make that call right now. If you have to pull off the side of the road to do it, would you do it? 888-367-5329, online right now at kfax.com. I left the orphanage at 13, I was 74 in June. The good Lord takes care of me. He said, Jesus said, even I had not a place to lay my head. At least I have a place to lay my head when I, I want to sleep. How do you survive out here? Uh, between panhandling and different businesses giving me food and praying with people and trusting in God. But that's okay. Not everyone knows Jesus the way I do. Some call themselves Christians, but it's just a name to them. It's a show. There are a few that are really Christians. I just accept them. I don't judge them. I don't have time. Right. When you, you judge somebody, you're judging yourself. If you had three wishes, what would they be? That I had a lot of money where I could help a lot of people and that everyone knew Jesus the way I do. Wow. Welcome back to the conversation. 888-367-5329. There a 73-year-old elderly homeless woman. She'll be 74 next June. 
but she obviously knows Christ. And her answer, if you can have three wishes, money to help others, wow. And people would say, oh, I want to have a big mansion. I want to buy a fancy car, things of this sort. But she's she's really, instead of inward looking, outward looking towards others. And I think that's what God at Christmas time especially asks all of us to do. We think about those that are less fortunate to do something to make a difference in their lives. Partnering with the Bay Area Rescue Mission, well, that's exactly what happens when you do that. As we look around the Bay Area this time of year, particularly after nearly two years of COVID, and the challenges that the country is facing economically and the alarming number of people that are either unemployed or underemployed, more and more struggling to afford housing in the Bay Area, more and more live below the poverty line, There are many examples of the frustration, the powder keg that that creates where now women with children are escaping domestic abuse because the husband comes home, now unemployed, angry, and he takes it out on the kids. Families living on the edge of poverty. Two-thirds of those experiencing homeless in the Bay Area say it's simply because they can't afford to live here anymore. 63% homeless because they just can't afford rent. More than 35,000 across the Bay Area, tonight we'll go to sleep. It's cold, and at 3 a.m., that cold, Brambagonia just cuts right through you like a knife, doesn't it? It does, and and what do you do? Where do you turn when, it, when that happens? And we have to be ready for that. And we call it inclement weather. It's, it's you're freezing. <laughs> you're, you're freezing yeah. out there, right? When I come to work and I have my jacket on, I'm cold. So you can imagine when you're out there and you're ready to say, I, I've had enough. Whether you've been in an encampment for two years, three years, when, when you've hit your point where you say, I'm, I don't want to be like this tonight, uh, you have to have a place to go. And we are here. We're ready, we're ready for you. We want you to come to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Uh, uh, the core team with the county will bring people to us. Other people will refer p- people to us. Uh, churches are out there. We have a wonderful par- partnership with Hope 680. They're out there visiting encampments. They have our card on them so that when somebody says, yes, I'm, I'm, I need help now, they know where to go. And so we are, we are thrilled when somebody chooses us. We're thrilled when somebody's brought to us. We're thrilled when somebody's mandated to be with us. Uh, any way you get to us, we're going to take care of your needs the best, they, the best they, way that we can. Life-changing. That's what the ministry is all about, and that's what your gifts help to, as I said before, sort of, you know, grease the skids, make sure that this is a well-oiled machine and continues to minister to the mm-hmm. lives of the Patricks and the Martins and so many others out there. 888 Again, this generous grant challenge doubles your giving today. So as little as a dollar... Think about this. A little as a dollar with the matching grant, you can provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. 888 367 That's 888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Again, online securely, go to kfax.com and look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. Wayne Earl is with us tonight in studio, manager of special projects on behalf of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And Wayne, you've been there quite patient and then cheering <laughs> Bram and myself on throughout this evening. But we were visiting just before we came on the air tonight. And you were talking a bit about some of the absolute miracles yes. that God was doing around the Bay Area Rescue Mission at the start of this terrible pandemic yes. when nobody knew 
where we were, yes. where we were headed, or just how dangerous this was going to be. Just kind of recount, if you would, some of that. Let me set the scene for you. Uh, this was uh, early March. This was before Mass. This was when all of these things were happening. Um, we, our, our CEO at the time, John Anderson, he asked uh, for our volunteers <laughs> to, to stay at home, to be safe. And most of our staff members ended up being medically furloughed for a time, uh, for a couple of months, actually. And so uh, at that time in March, there was only four staff members uh, available on the on the men's side of the program patrick who spoke earlier myself and two other people and uh all of a sudden uh now i'm i'm running the shelter you know in in the evenings and the men were terrified you know because of all that was going on they were being treated like lepers on the streets and then they didn't want to be hurt they didn't want to get sick nobody knew what was going to happen they they were just coming together and it was just uh, an incredible opportunity for God to minister to them through the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And let me interject, because listeners need to kind of put this in perspective, the abject terror of this. Yes. Listen, all of us have been at, at varying levels concerned about the impact of COVID, the loss of life, all of it. But at that point of the pandemic, imagine not just being afraid of what does this big pandemic mean and how do you spell the word, but now you're somebody who does not have medical insurance, mm-hmm. you don't have a job, you don't have a home. So we say, well, if I get sick, at least I know the company medical insurance will care for me. I've got a, you know, I've got a bed. If I have to convalesce, I got a place to stay. Yes. Now you're homeless. You have none of those resources available to you in the middle of a of a pandemic whose direction we had no idea where it was going. Exactly. And then you know, normally people would shun you, but now they're terrified of you. Now that they're angry at you. And and so part of my role at the time and continues to be is a sort of health order liaison with the county. Uh, and so I got to get go to the men in, in the evening chapel service and ask them, everybody screaming at you, what do you need to know? How can we serve you? How can we pray with you? How can we walk through this with you? You know, stay here with us. Be safe. Be well. So many men got into the program, but we got to minister so much closer to these men, and, and then God moved. I've, I've never seen this before in my life. Uh, over that period of time, hundreds of men came to Christ. Uh, a, a number of men stayed uh, in the program uh, and, and, and sought to, to move to change, but just God was just moving mightily. These were men that were afraid for their lives, but, but God just transformed them. Um, I remember just, just being amazed absolutely amazed at what God was doing, absolutely amazed. Yeah, and I was struck by the fact that at that time and some of the reporting that we were getting, that you would think, my goodness, you're running a men's program, family program, women's program. Mm-hmm. You've got folks that are living in dormitory-style mm-hmm. housing that are, you know, sitting on benches beside each other in, in, in study classes or during mm-hmm. mealtime. And you would think, well, this is just a Petri dish for this thing to absolutely go Wild. God has been so, to this day, not one case of COVID in the shelter of the program. Did you hear that? Uh, is this thing on? Not one to this day. To this day. To this day. God has been so kind to us. Now, um, there's uh, men like Patrick and, 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 and other people uh, working really hard to, to make what we do safe for everybody. It, it's, it's been a great deal of work, but it's been an incredible labor of love. 
God has honored this ministry in so many incredible ways, and now I'm going to ask you to help honor it as well by partnering with it. And, you know, it, it takes many hands. We talked earlier about climbing that mountain and doing it a step at a time. And the steps that you can help provide by providing the material resources, the financial resources, so the Bay Area Rescue Mission can do what it does best, whether that's a family struggling to make ends meet that just doesn't know where the next nail is going to come from or is looking at, with fear and trepidation, the Christmas season with nothing special for the kids. Hey, we were all kids at one time, few of us a lot longer than, <laughs> than others, but we remember the excitement of Christmas and friends and playmates, classmates at school excited about where are you going, what are you doing, what are you getting, oh, the big meal and grandma and grandpa's coming to the house, we're having this big dinner. Now imagine being a child in a family that is pretty certain they'll probably be on the street evicted by the end of the year. There's no big Christmas meal. There's none of that. And then somebody from the Bay Area Rescue Mission says, hey, we've got a box of hope for you filled with a traditional Christmas meal, uh, enough that will feed the average family of four or five uh, up to 30 meals. Wow. Suddenly now there's a sense of renewed hope. The, the shame starts to sort of slip away and and the kids feel validated. They They feel as if, well, Maybe it's going to be okay after all. Uh, helping a parent who's struggling to provide meals, or in the cases of some, maybe a single parent who is escaping a, a, a domestic abusive scenario needs a place to go and to know that the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission are open, the meals are being provided. That difference is literally changing lives and giving people sometimes hope for the very first time. And for others, renewed hope that they haven't experienced in many years. Renewed sense of dignity. Would you call right now with your gift? Again, due to the generous matching challenge, we've got an opportunity with a dollar to provide a meal. Isn't that amazing? One dollar will provide a nutritious, warm meal to a needy man, woman, or child. $60 gift tonight, again with the matching grant, provides Christmas boxes of hope, meals, to two needy families, again, supplying enough food for some 30 meals per family. And again, over the Christmas holiday season, the Bay Area Rescue Mission will provide some 25,000 meals over the Christmas holiday directly at the Rescue Mission. In addition to that, distributing over 1,000 boxes of hope to needy families throughout the Bay Area to sign up for them. 888 that's the number for you to call with your gift. 888 or online securely at kfax.com. Nate, did you need me to go back to you? Nope, you want me to keep it here. Okay, doesn't want me at all. <laughs> I love it. Bram, as we're winding down our time tonight, um, let me get some thoughts for you in terms of the impact this has. Because some folks listening tonight might yet be unconvinced and saying, well, really a meal? I mean, does that make that much of a difference? They're going to be hungry again. I know if I have breakfast at 8, I'm hungry by 11. Does it really make that much of a difference? And if so, how so? Yeah, let me answer that in this way. Our, the most important thing to us is to carry out and convey our mission, which, number one, is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to empower homeless to to make an impact in their world and to change their world. And it takes a lot of resources. It's not just the meal, it's the partnerships. It's, it's, and it's not just the meals and the 
and the bed at night, it's also the wraparound services. And when we bring in the counseling, when we bring in the medical, when we bring in the uh, right the resources to train. We had a young lady who was an intern who, who uh, training with job skills and interviews all week, right? So every little, the time, the talent, and the treasure, as little as it is, when it makes its way to the Bay Area Rescue Mission, we use that and we pray to the Lord that the, that God multiplies that. <laughs> so it's not, when we get that dollar, that dollar is stretched. It's not just, okay, that's one meal. With all those resources, that time, if you're going to give us one week, man, that, that young lady was helping everyone with their resumes, right? So it's the time, talent, and treasure that you entrust us with, that, that you, because the work is needed. You, you give that to us. We don't just use it. We pray over it first, and we ask the Lord to multiply that so we can c- continue to do the great work that he has us uh, doing. And so that's why when you say a dollar, it's, we stretch that dollar, and that dollar is important to us, and that widow's might. Uh, is very, very important to a ministry like ours. So whether you're giving that dollar, whether you're giving 500, 5,000, that gift, that widow's might to that enormous, lovely <laughs> contribution from the rich man makes a difference in the lives of, of just exponentially so many people. I went over the numbers earlier. I won't bore you by repeating them, but to say that to every individual who shows up Brokenhearted, despondent, hopeless, afraid. And the one family who talked earlier about trying to do their best, but just feeling like giving up because it seems to be so overwhelming. Those are the kinds of lives to which the Bay Area Rescue Mission seeks to provide hope. And the secret sauce here really is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the meal is really the open invitation, the opening door, so to speak. If we can share a meal and share some love and get a conversation going, much as, Wayne, you talked about the conversations that happen when families come to receive the boxes of hope. They stand in line as they're there waiting in line, a volunteer, somebody from a local church that's working with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. Get that conversation going. For a lot of people, that, that sense of even acknowledging them as another human being. Well, that's why Christ came, wasn't it? To give that human touch to godliness, to reach out to the lost and the broken and say, you matter to me. You know, The one lost sheep. Yes. What imagery? The one lost sheep. Jesus says, let me stop everything. Mm-hmm. And the shepherd will go and will retrieve that one lost sheep. Jesus didn't have to talk to the woman at the well, but he did. He challenged her. He let her know that mm-hmm. he was in on the story. Yes. And then he spoke words of wisdom and really exhorted her to think of herself not as she was, but who he saw in her and yes. the potential. Yes. And then see what happens when that lost sheep is found. See what happens, the joy and gratitude in that sheep's heart as he goes out and does with others what has been done for him. We heard from Patrick earlier, who was a walking example of that, of someone who had not lived an exemplary life, who had dealt with correctional system, drug abuse, homelessness, family that finally said, that's it, enough. And look what God has restored. All that the locust have eaten 
God restored and then some. And 21 years later, this man continues to be engaged in full-time ministry, paying back, paying forward what he received through the Bay Area Rescue Mission of the promise of a new life. That's really the core message here tonight. We're out of time this evening. I want to remind you, if you've been listening, saying, I haven't had a chance to get to the phone. My wife and I pray about these things. We're going to pray and then go online and give the gift. Can we do that? Absolutely. Go to kfax.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of the homepage. Bram, can I twist your arm into coming back tomorrow night? Absolutely. Appreciate that. We've got a lot more stories to share. You're going to be absolutely amazed at what you hear, so you make it a point to tune in tomorrow night at 5 o'clock. We want to thank everybody who has been with us tonight, those that came and shared their testimony, group of gang back in the uh, back in the phone center answering your calls, and most importantly, we want to thank you for showing up, for caring, for partnering with the Bay Area Rescue Mission and truly demonstrating love without limits. I'm Craig Roberts. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow night. Till then, remember for our producer, Wanda Sanchez, my engineer, Nate Nelson, don't just keep the faith. Get on out there and share it. Till next time, so long. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.